Hey there, folks. I'm Isaac, and I'm back. And I'm Claire, and I'm back. And this is Make Make That That Game, Game. where we pitch the latest, the greatest new video game ideas that aren't ever going to be made ever. No. Just ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So, listener, you might be saying, wow, it feels like it's been a month, maybe more since. Or less. Or less. (laughs) I actually don't know. (laughs) since the last make that game well dear listener i isaac have been dying of not really dying not literally dying of some sort of cough based disease it's not really i don't know i have an ailment i'm dying of the consumption Uh, again i'm not dying i keep saying that that's bad i guess it has been about a month because you started getting sick around thanksgiving yeah that's true um, it's not any of the big ones that everybody talks about, like, uh, what is it, RSV, COVID. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's gotten tested for everything at this point. It's it's just it's just a cough. Yeah. And it makes podcasting very difficult because um, the, the cough gets picked up and you have to edit every single one out and it gets picked up on multiple mics because we're in the same yeah. room. Well, and also we want you to be healthy and I didn't want you to push yourself. That, yeah. Yeah, the more I talk, much. the more... The more anyway, I so Isaac's been a Victorian child um, yeah. coughing with consumption. And the black lung. The, the <laughs> black lung. <laughs> and so we haven't been able to podcast. But it's we're also, back. yeah, we're back. It's also, I was going to say, it's also been the holiday time. There's been a lot of like scheduling stuff going on, a lot of busyness, as one can imagine. But we're back, as Isaac we're said. Back. We're back. And for your post Christmas delight. Yes. And just know we're, we're never going to completely go away. No. We'll always be back. This is, um, to steal another podcast bit, the eternal podcast. <laughs> well, I don't know. We have to, we don't, we don't have any designated yeah, we, survivors. So we don't. Technically, it's yet. not yet. Correct. Um, okay. I'll start talking to babies. I don't know. I was going to say, yeah, we, we got to find some friends with babies and start ramping them, them up. Give them game design books. Game design books and microphones, like toy microphones for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Really. Set the seeds early. Really mold them in our image. Plant the seeds. I don't know what setting the seeds does. But <laughs> you just no, set them there and you hope for the best. Yeah, if we put objects near the babies, maybe it'll happen. Whereas we planting do, the seed, I guess, would give some kind of impetus. Like, um, like an avatar situation. It's like, here's the microphone. Here's oh. the here's the code. Are you the Choose. one? We'll just test all our friends' babies like that. Like, are you are you going to be the, the heir <laughs> to our podcast emporium? <laughs> Emporium. Wow, it makes it sound like a, a store that sells various things. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Anyway, we talk th- about video games. We do. This this episode is going to be a bit of a weird one because we're not so much going to talk about video games. We're going to talk about a tangent to video games. We're going to talk about... Video- I'm, I'm, I'm letting oh. Claire take well, over Well, I thought this. you were going to pitch a game first. That's why I'm confused. Oh, okay. I will pitch a game. I will start by pitching a game. I told you it was going to be a weird one. <laughs> so... I, I, I developed this game when I first started getting sick on the assumption that I would be able to do an episode <laughs> do an episode much earlier than this. And um, now that I'm less sick, uh, the basic theming makes more sense and it is more expandable without that veil over it. So I'm going to describe the mechanics and then I'm going to describe the original theme and then I'm going to describe... What I think is a better thing. I'm already confused, so yeah, let's go. It's not an Isaac pitch without in-depth confusion. Um, all right. So it is a basically a side scrolling like 2D fighter. So if you are a gamer who has played Streets of Rage, Double Dragon, those uh River City Ransom, those kinds of like 2D side scroller beat 'em up kind of games. Um the new Ninja Turtles game. Ah, yes. All, I'm all very kinds familiar. Of things. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be that kind of thing. Only you are on a boat, so you can only move. I'm on a Wait, boat. That's part of the theming that I said. I was. You, you are limited to moving only left and right and Why possibly jumping. Why are you hiding jumping. the theming? This is so confusing. I thought it would be less confusing if I did a, the if I did it this way, but maybe well, it's not. I mean, and this goes back to the fact that you and I have two different brains when it comes to video games. Like yeah. when you pitch the game you're designing to people, you start with the mechanics, and I'm like, that is not gonna that's not gonna steal anyone's heart. It's not gonna pull their attention. Okay. But maybe it is for other people like you. Yeah. But for me, I'm out here like. 
What's happening? All right, I'm just Ground I'm just going to talk theme. about the current thing. Um, all right, so you basically you're a fisherman on a boat, and um, like a, a spear fisherman, like not not like I just toss a rod and whatever bites I pull up. Uh, you are a I am actively stabbing things in the water kind of fisherman. Um, so you're on a boat, so you're limited to the surface of the water going, like, you can only go back and forth and like sharks and stuff rise up out of the water and then you got to harpoon them down. Um, didn't you just pitch a game like this? Like last time or two times ago? I don't think so. It was definitely a boat fishing game or a boat game. Really? Yeah. Wasn't there the one with the little boy on the boat? And he's trying to survive, and there's all these power-ups you can get from different fish, and no, that's not ringing a bell. But okay. you know, my memory sorry. hasn't been the best. Hey, listeners, if I'm repeating a game, I don't think you're repeating I'm it. Sorry, but definitely the theme. This is this is supposed to be more of an action-based game where like it's throwing tons and tons of enemies at you, and uh, you're 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 mashing buttons, attacking constantly. My idea for this is it's like a, a quarter muncher arcade game. Like it's supposed to like kill you a lot with like fairly unfair situations. Like ten sharks rise up out of the water and you attack them all, and then like right when you think you're about to finish that, uh, albatross swoops down and kills you from above, and you're like, ah, I wasn't expecting that. That 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 happened too quickly for me to react. And then you have pop in another quarter, and then. After the albatross, a dolphin jumps out, does a spin, and like shoots a blowhole blast at you or something. You know, like all that My kind of stuff. My favorite drink, blowhole blast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really coming in with the zingers, wow. folks, today. Wow. I'm on. Uh, available only at Tuna Bell. Zing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess... I guess that's the game. Like the idea is, you know, enemies would sometimes drop power ups, like little crab dips and tuna cans and stuff that would um, give you different, like either heal you, give you a better attack with your harpoon, maybe give you something different beyond a harpoon, invincibility, all that kind of stuff. And uh, you just make it through all the levels, defeat all the bosses and uh, win the game. And yeah. it doesn't have a name. And the Harpoon ori- Billy. Bonkin Billy? I said Harpoon Billy, but Oh, okay. Har Harpoon Hilly. No, I was trying to think of another Harpoon Harry. Harpoon Harry. Harpoon Harry. Oh man. And now that just made me think that this has like a, a rubber hose animation style. Oh, uh huh. Like I probably like Popeye. Ha- make, yeah. make it like a Popeye with the serial numbers filed off themed fishing good, good, attack good. game. Um, and yeah, that's that's that. Um, my original idea was uh, instead of fish rising up, it was like people and you were a, a sickness vector and you had to throw little viruses. Oh, wow. That's dark. Into their mouths um, to get them sick. And um, that, and then I was like, "Wait, no, I can. It can just be fishing because I'm not say, as I sick guess, anymore." I guess you go dark when you get sick. Yeah, no, my my brain. Who? Why do you think I kept referring to myself as dying despite having the <laughs> the <laughs> despite I'm having that like, coffin? Yeah, <laughs> despite having the um, lightest ailment of all time, a slight cough. I mean, to be clear, you at the beginning it, it was, was a really harsh bad. cough. It was, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, because it's a boat game instead of a sick game, it also allows you to have land segments, which are just like normal platforming things, but like you can get on an island and go do stuff there. So that's another level, another layer of gameplay, another style mm-hmm. of game within a game. Because you know Isaac needs a game within a game. I need if a he's game within a game. game I need... The players to be constantly engaged and um, target multiple kinds of people. Yes, half of them will hate the land segments and half of them will hate the sea segments. But hey, that's the price of making a good game. That's true. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, that's my nice my idea for games. Yeah. So as Isaac was starting to say before I made him pitch a game, because he said he wanted to. <laughs> I had it prepared for a whole month. Exactly. Um. But we are going to do something a little different. What I'm going to pitch is after the discussion segment, 
because I'm going to oh. pitch a better version of the Mario movie. She's going to script doctor the Mario movie. And what we're going to do right now is discuss the Mario movie and also video game adaptations, I think, tangentially in general. Um, I know this is coming like so long after the Mario movie came out, but we didn't see it till it last week. It just came out on Netflix, I think, uh, or whatever we watched. I don't know about just, but yeah, recently. We, oh, I feel like it was fairly recent. Who goes to the movie theaters? <laughs> I couldn't honestly justify paying $20 to see the yeah. Mario movie. Like, I remember you and I were trying to pick a movie to watch at home one night, and we were fully willing to pay for something, like to rent something that's newer to watch at home. And that was one of the choices, and we both were like, "Let's wait till it comes on yeah. for free." Like, I can't, I can't justify it. Uh, and I was right. That was a good call. That was a good call. Because here we go. We're starting it. I'm about to rip this movie to shreds with Isaac's help, hopefully. Um, I'm gonna have to play devil's advocate and try to stick up for the game, the movie okay. where where I can. So okay, so just just for the sake of discussion, you know. Going into it, at first I want to say where my mind was at. I thought this was going to be fun. I thought... Oh, yeah. Like, I knew the whole Chris Pratt voice acting has become a meme now, right? So I knew that Mushroom Kingdom, here I come. Yeah. No, the worst one was, what was it? Like, no matter oh. what? Oh, my God. <laughs> as they're falling through the vortex. Yeah. Uh, as long as we Let's stick together... together nothing can hurt us yeah i feel or like something like that chris pratt just could not decide what version of new yorker he wanted to be and so every kind of line was a different yeah it, uh, most of them sounded like his first line read yeah it was very strange but that really goes to a good point because you hear me say what kind of new yorker and you're like new yorker we're in flipping mario world what are we talking about um yeah they decide that this movie needs an absolutely wild, unhinged framing device that just blew my mind immediately. So again, going into this, I thought this will just be a fun kind of trolls. Like we we enjoyed watching the movie Trolls 2 World Tour. Okay. Yeah, and not only because it had the Miguel boys in it. Yeah, they were actually a huge part. Um <laughs> But but like Yes, it's targeted to a younger demographic. It's a bit goofy. It's going to have some jokes that aren't necessarily for us, but that's okay. Like, we know what we're going into. And so I thought I'm going to have a completely pleasant time. I'm going to enjoy seeing these characters, whatever. Boy, was I wrong. Um, the, the It opens. Uh, also, spoilers ahead, obviously, because I'm going to just describe most of the film. But it opens with an ad of Mario and Luigi. And they're the Mario brothers, in quotes, because they are plumbers. And now I know that Mario is a plumber. I know that. But they've decided to set the framing in the real world where Mario and Luigi are real brothers in real life in New York, and they accidentally fall into Mario World. Now, here's where I'm going to devil's advocate a little uh -huh. bit. It is canon that Mario is a plumber from Brooklyn, from the earliest Mario games. I didn't know from Brooklyn. I knew he was a plumber. Yeah. So that's that's canon. Okay. That's just, that's just truth. So, you know, it never comes up in any of the games. Right. But... I just think... They have a basis here. I think just having it be like this sob story of like Mario and Luigi who can't get any plumbing clients and who are actually terrible plumbers when you really get to see their work. Um, <laughs> they're trying to fix a leaky sink and end up exploding a bathroom, which shouldn't even be physically possible. Well, that's because the dog. No, it's that, not it does not the make dog. sense. The dog no. has nothing to do with it. No, the job was fine. Then the dog comes in and like they're trying to dodge the dog and then they like pull a pipe and that no. causes all of the pipes to explode. No, the backup it was, the backup was already happening. The dog didn't have anything to do with it. They were just distracted. Oh, really? I'm almost positive, but we'd have to rewatch uh, we, it. Which we got to rewatch it. it. All right, I'm not folks. Doing that. BRB, we're going to go rewatch the Oh, yeah, the and then I thought movie. they were literally going to murder a dog immediately. Like, I mean, this is a kid's movie, but I was Should a little worried. Should have jumped on its head. Oh, yeah. Not enough jumping on people's heads. Let's bring that up. Because <laughs> there's so many opportunities for Mario to jump on something, something's head, which is how you play the game Mario. And he never yeah. did it. I don't think he did it one time. I don't think he jumped on their head one time. No. Uh, we, sorry. We have to... I do... This, this is going to be part of my razzing. We need to step back a little bit. So yeah. the movie opens, opens with the Penguin Kingdom. Oh, and right. Bowser yes. attacks. Yes. The cold open. This is very important because it's going to come back later. Bowser army comes up. 
the door opens there's like the shadow of a big intimidating army and then like three penguins come out and uh they throw snowballs and they're like do you yield and like the joke is haha small cute guy deep scary voice looks acts like warrior isn't actually warrior gets his castle melted bowser gets the power star save that one in your minds folks and then also uh when they go to the job that they mess up with the dog that we alluded to, they have a platforming sequence where oh, um, yeah, yeah. Luigi's bad at it, but Mario's really good at like, it. Really He's doing good. all kinds of parkour through the streets of Brooklyn. And it looks like the Mario game. So you're thinking like, oh, nice. He's so good at it because he's, he's Mario. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. This is, this is what his skill is. He's a platformer. Yeah, keep that in your mind. Because I'm not ready to talk about that yet. Yeah, keep that in your mind. So yeah, they do the dog job. It messes up. It ruins their first client. Go- goes bad. Yeah. Then they did, then they, there's like a water main that breaks, and they're like, oh my gosh, if we fix this water main in Brooklyn, we can save New- we can save Brooklyn, and then everyone's gonna book us. That's that's their motivation. They want more clients. Which does it. <laughs> Is that how it works? No. Can you do heroic plumbing? Like if like the city has plumbing, like right. so obviously like, they're not doing things right canonically. No. The, but like the only way you could do heroic plumbing is if you were hired the one who by discovered. No, oh. like if you're like they would hire you, and then if you do a really good job, you'd probably be in the paper. But like you can't just like rogue plumb New Brooklyn. That's right. Yeah, no <laughs> vigilante plumbing here. <laughs> Uh, how how do they even get access to these sewers? Yeah. So whatever. So but it doesn't matter because they find a secret area and they find the green pipe. Ooh. And then it's like, what's this? And then they like climb I understood through. that reference. Yeah. So, okay. So they go through the green pipe. And then this is also like, it just wrecks the, can- the cannon because they're shot into like a wormhole area. I don't know, like, like if you've read The Magicians or Narnia, it kind of reminds me of The Pools. Oh, yeah, The, the which, World The Magicians between. completely stole from Narnia 100,000%. Yeah. Um, basically, we're like, you're in this in-between world where there's a bunch of different pools. You step in one, you go to a different world. And that's kind of what the pipe shoots them into. It's like this cloudy, wormholy area where you can go into other pipes. I'm like, that's not how Mario pipes work. Yeah, Mario pipes are one to one. They're one to one. There's no mystery going on. Um, so and that and that's the that's the whole problem is like they went through the pipe together, but then they get separated, and that's when the line that Isaac and I were joking about: "As long as we're together." (laughs) I don't even remember how it goes, but it's it's just really bad. Nothing can hurt us, or nothing. It would be really funny. For some reason, my head is thinking: "As long as we're together, nothing can pull us apart." Yeah, which well, doesn't make no. sense. It's a tautology. Oh, and they set up like in the real world that Mario doesn't like mushrooms, and so it's kind of supposed to be funny when he has to eat mushrooms in Mushroom Kingdom. But like that's only a, that's like a one-time joke that they for some reason set up like twenty minutes before the joke. I don't know. Yeah, that's a real Chekhov's gun situation. Oh boy. Um. Okay. What? Oh. So, I, I don't want to really recap the entire film, but or sorry, this is a movie. It is not a film. <laughs> it's Kino. It's, it's pure Kino. Kino. So, uh. Well, Peach's story is completely buck wild also when we when we reveal it. So Peach what is a human baby most likely. Yes. Do, she came from the pipe alone. Yes. Um and then the mushroom the toads raised her to be a toad. A toad is a mushroom person. If you've yeah. never interacted with Mario as an IP, I mean, if you've never interacted listener, with Mario, I'm surprised that you're listening to this podcast. But you know what? Welcome. We're we're glad we're glad to have you. Um they raised her and then when she became old enough, crowned her princess of the realm which makes me wonder who was ruling before why did they pick her why is she so human if she was raised by toads yeah there's a lot of questions that aren't answered there but anyway she does not have the toad culture instilled in her she has definite human values so they also wanted to like say feminism i guess and so instead of peach being like kidnapped and mario and luigi having to save her luigi is kidnapped by bowser because they were separated in the wormhole and Peach and Mario are going to go save him. Yes. Sure, I guess. I- now, <laughs> here's here's a very... here's I, I'm going back to... Um, remember the penguin segment I talked about? In Peach's throne room, they're having like a war meeting talking about Bowser um, attacking. There's a small toad who you expect to have a squeaky high-pitched voice. He has a deep voice. He has a deep... It, the entire joke 
is the same joke as with the penguin. Oh, yeah. Small, cute thing has deep, serious voice. They use the same <laughs> joke twice with two different characters. What? I didn't even notice that. Oh wow. my god, that stuck out to me. No, it was the exact same uh small small guy deep voice. Ha ha ha. Uh-huh. No, it's not even a joke. They don't even do anything with it except for present to you the I guess absurdity of a small thing having a deep voice. Yeah. That's that's all. That's that's, that's end stop joke. So funny they had to include it twice. Hilarious. Do kids laugh at that? Yeah, do they even get why it's funny? Yeah, or uh, I don't know. Do, do, I, I, maybe they understand the absurdity. Like, ha ha, I was we'll expecting. Have have, we'll have to have a child guest sometime to um, talk about how their experience with the movie. Oh, my God. Whatever child we decide is our heir can come on every now and then. <laughs> and talk about Mario movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can. All our, all our friends who are thinking about having children listening are going to be like, we are not letting these kids anywhere near our crazy <laughs> friends. Because... They'll be podcasting before you know it. They're going to get them into all that podcast nonsense. <laughs> it's a bad influence. <laughs> um, anyway, so basically, again, I'm trying to go a little quick here. Uh, Peach. Platforming. Platforming, right. So Peach is like, Mario, you can come help me destroy um, destroy Bowser. Wow, I forgot that. No, it's, <laughs> it's not destroy Bowser. You can come help me recruit the cons. Oh, right. To destroy Bowser. Whatever. Yeah. I don't even want to think about that. So you, can, uh, um, so you can help me do that. But you have to beat this obstacle course first. And guess what? The obstacle course is like a level of Mario. Wow. Big surprise. And she's like, and he's like, how are we ever going to do that? This seems impossible. She's like, well, you have to use these power ups. And like, I'm sorry. This is a tutorial to play the game Mario Brothers. Okay, I don't want to sit and watch a tutorial to play the game Mario Brothers in the Mario Brothers movie. It's a video yeah. game. You're literally just watching. She's like, use a power up, then you can do special things. Like, it's a tutorial. It's a tutorial. It is not. Well, I mean, in the movie biz, we call that exposition. But I just feel like they could have been so much more creative. Like, they even call it a power up. Why would the in in game universe characters call it a power up? Also, why does only the human characters use power ups? Also, where do they come from? Also, like actually, wait, do like toads not use? No, which is weird because if the you play only it- power up that gets used does doesn't um Bowser use the super? No, the Mario Brothers use the supers. Yeah, Bowser has the star, but they, he doesn't use it ever. Oh my god! So only like, humans can use power ups. Does Don? Does Donkey? No, he doesn't. Right. Because they give they give Mario all the stupid power ups on purpose. Yes. So that he wouldn't use those. Yeah. So it just doesn't make any it just doesn't make any sense. And like, where do they come from? God? Like, what? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Um. God is um an elephant riding on four Koopas through space. Basically, I I just want to I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say to it? Because I feel like I hit all my like ranty points. Well. And then I want remember to how it. Mario was super good at platforming. Oh right, yes, this is very. He's important. actually bad at platforming. Yeah, so they show this whole sequence in the beginning of how great he is, and you think, of course, yeah, like this is his hidden talent. That's why he's Super Mario. And then in the obstacle course, that's almost the same thing as the Brooklyn thing that we all watched him succeed at. He's he's terrible. Yeah, it takes him a whole freaking day to figure it out, which Peach just sits and watches as yeah. if she has nothing better. No, to she's do. like rushing to get to the kongs in time to like stop bowser who's like approach is imminent and she's like hold on i'm just gonna watch this guy train all day and all night to do the obstacle i guess like she was never not gonna let him come but she did think he needs to be a certain strength in order yeah, to like accompany but her. again like you think she'd have something better to do like yeah. she is the princess of an entire kingdom rule of kingdom i don't know like, the toads probably manage Pack themselves at the very pretty, least uh, although maybe the toads no. are packing for her i have no idea um yeah the kong sequence didn't bother me too much in the sense of like what was going on it just was kind of it was the experience of watching someone else play a video game which i don't find that amusing without like really good commentary <laughs> Are you talking about like the go kart like, part, the Mario Kart part? Oh god, the, I forgot about the Mario Kart part. Oh god. Yeah, because that's how they get to the Kong Kingdom. They show up in a Kong. No, that's is like, after they get. No, no, no. A Kong S like drives them to the king, and then the king's like, okay. "Fight my son!" And then Seth Rogen shoots. <laughs> okay, I thought it was the other. It doesn't really matter. But no, I was talking about the Seth Rogen fight. It's like the the experience of watching someone play a video yeah. game. Like you're just kind of like, okay, playing a video right. game badly. Yeah. 
Um, and it's not a play. It's more like Smash Brothers is the no, funny part. But the, I'm glad you brought up the Rainbow Road and the Mario Kart because that sequence makes no sense to anybody who's never played the game. Now, you could say that most people seeing this movie, a high percentage, have played a, a Mario game before. That's probably true to an extent. But I still think to make it a good movie, you, you can't just put things in as a reference that's an entire sequence like it's like we're gonna take carts and then they have like a literal cart selection process that looks like the in-game cart selection of mario kart they have like the rainbow road they like they're just throwing reference 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 and if you've never played mario kart before i mean it's it's honestly possible that you've played super mario brothers and you've never played mario kart that's basically true of me like and you're sitting there and you're like i don't know what you're talking about what are you talking about? i don't actually understand what the kongs specifically have to do with the mario kart no i don't i don't it's all i don't know why they themed it that they were like the experts of so, karting i think we've i mean yeah and then blah 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 everything wins whatever i think i i do want to move into more like analysis and the script doctoring now do you have anything else to say um let me think let me think let me think <laughs> i don't want to just recap the movie <laughs> but um if you think of something else, we can always hop, hop in. Yeah, I guess I don't have anything else this jump. I really needed to bring up the fact that the he is both simultaneously good and bad at platforming. Right. They set it up as if he's going to be so good. And the little man then, deep voice. Yeah. Yep. No, those are those are excellent points. Um. So when I talk about context, I feel like any adaptation, and and people are actually talking about this. I haven't seen it yet, but the this is a book adaptation. But the Songbird and Snakes, they're like they really a lot of people who've read the book are like. Do people who watch the movie only understand the movie. <laughs> um, I think whenever you're making an adaptation, even if you're not keeping everything from the source material, it has to exist as its own thing. Yeah. Like someone should be able to watch the Mario movie and never have seen Super Mario or played Mario or like never really interacted with the IP and still enjoy it at some level. And that doesn't mean you can't have Easter eggs and you can't, you know, like, but it does mean that you can't have an entire sequence that's re- reliant on only references um, and and taking in one of everyone's favorite video game adaptations of the year, um, The Last of Us. Yeah. Thinking about that, I mean, these, this is a completely different genre, so I'm not necessarily comparing them one to one. But as far as like watching it without needing context, hundred percent possible. They, they set everything <laughs> up, and and there's never like a moment where. Like the character looks at like a shotgun on the wall in a way that's like, oh, that's just like the scene in the video game where you first get the shotgun and you get to play a level with the shotgun. No, they set things up like it. It it takes its its um role as a TV show seriously. Yeah, Yeah. and I mean there were some scenes I think we did talk about on the podcast. This is sounding familiar of things I said, but there were scenes where sometimes they'd walk into a room and in my head I'd be like, that is a video game room. Just the way it's designed with like things. Lo- I don't know. I can't. I honestly can't even describe. It's like somehow like video game art direction felt like it was influencing the room design, but that wasn't impacting my watch at all. And I'm sure if someone, if I had played the game, I'd think, wow, that's so cool. That's like really just. That's like just like the room from level two. Right. Exactly. But wow. it didn't. It, again, it didn't impact my my watch at all. And so it's like, it's a kids movie. They're trying to make a fun kids movie about plumbers who go on an adventure. At the end of the day, that's how they should have started it. They shouldn't have started it like, we're going to make this Mario movie, right? And we're just going to throw every reference in Mario in the whole wide world. Um, and Mario has daddy issues. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That Yeah, I felt... I, I just remembered. We need to bring it up. Yeah. Mario's primary motivation is, like, everybody thinks he's small, which is, I guess, a joke when the power up too because the power up makes him big and right. you're like ah ha ha he never ate the power up before I, if he liked mushrooms maybe he would be big and like his dad doesn't approve of his plumbing business yeah and uh yeah that's like that's the emotional arc of his character is he learns that he is big not just because of power ups but be- because he has skills and heart I don't I don't, I don't actually remember so I'm going to do my best at trying to script doctor this. I will say that I didn't, I mostly just prepared in my mind. I don't have fully things. So we're going to work yeah. together. We're going to work together. Yeah. But the first thing that I thought of when I watched this was I was like, okay, if we want to start in Brooklyn, let's just say we're going to start in Brooklyn. It's it's very similar to like any kind of other world story like Narnia. Like um, um, you know, you, the, the term is isekai. 
Is it? Isekai. I don't actually know how to pronounce it, but that's a genre of anime oh. um, where characters get sent to another world. I mean, it's a like, genre of everything. Yeah. Like, we got Wizard of Oz. We got Narnia. We got... I just wanted to make an anime joke. Okay. Um, so we're setting that up. I think that if you wanted to set it in real Brooklyn, it should have been live action in the beginning. This might be a hot take, but I think if you really want to set up these plumbers in Brooklyn, they got to be live action people. And then they fall into the tube and then they're animated. Okay. And it would be really funny if it is actually literally Chris Pratt and Charlie Day. That yes, and, yes, ideally and yes. They don't even they don't even have the mustache or the overalls or anything, and then they get popped into the new universe and and they like look in the mirror. And, What's with this mustache? Well, and that's okay. Now I'm glad you brought up the overall thing because that was they're like, oh yeah, we wear these matching outfits because it's our little like shtick for our plumbing company. And I'm like, you, I just feel like they didn't have to explain, give everything lore. Like they gave every part of Mario lore. They were like, oh, the silly voice is what he used in his commercial for his plumbing business, and they were matching overalls and gloves because it's their thing for their plumbing business. And it's like. We didn't need a reason. We didn't need a reason. No. Well, did we not? Remember the Han Solo movie where they gave a reason for his blaster that's so important and everyone remembers? I never watched the Han Solo movie. <sighs> Watch party. So, so that, so yeah, I don't know if they have, I mean, they could wear overalls. That's a very common work outfit, but maybe it's like a more faded red and, and, green shirts and they just seem like coincidentally we're wearing these shirts when we go through this too yeah you know what i mean like it's yeah. not it's not it's not like all contrived um but while still nodding to the source material and i struggle with princess peach honestly like and i think the writers did too i think they were like how do we write her story so it's not just damsel in distress but the way they chose didn't make any sense at all and she like i mean the way that I would do it and try to be respectful, I guess, to Mario, but while also making her not just a damsel in distress, is she would have her own Arc. subplot yeah. going through the movie where, yes, she is kidnapped, but she is constantly making escape attempts and like almost Actually, I really, I really like that. I really yeah. like that. We could even do like a Harley Quinn situation where she does escape on her own. The brothers show up and they're like, where's the princess? And she's like, out here. <laughs> In another castle. In another castle. Yeah. Um, that would actually be really fun. And I will say that they set this up when we're in Brooklyn. The two brothers like Luigi feeling like, or was it Mario feeling like he's holding Luigi back? Or I don't know. They They had some dynamic. I can't even name it because they didn't spend enough time with it. It's like. It should be about the brothers' relationship. It should be about them learning to work together and appreciating each other's strengths and helping mm, each other's mm-hmm, weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see Luigi throw Mario, is what I'm saying. Oh. Well, in the game, ha- I know. That's what I'm saying. Luigi jump better. Okay, yeah. He, he jump and then he wiggles his feet and he gets <laughs> a little bit more distance out of the jump. Yeah, I will say they did give Peach the floaty thing, which is... Because she has the floaty For, thing. like, one second. Like, at the end of yeah. the obstacle course, she, like, oh. kind of, like, tiny parachutes. Like, she doesn't do, like, the actual whole right. float for a long time. Yeah. She just, like, ha- half a second to, like, break her fall and land daintily. Um. And of all the references that they did do, it's weird that they just barely did that reference. That reminded me too of another stupid lore nobody needed is why Mario and Luigi like flags because that's what that's the question I have. I'm always like, what? What's with the Wait, flags? They, what? They were like, there was like a flashback when they were babies and they were like building a sandcastle and they had the flags and it was like a memory of like flags are nice and fun and great. And I'm like, I don't. I oh <laughs> no! Wasn't that memory just to show that Mario always stuck up, stood up for Luigi because there was like a bully in the sandblock? I mean, sandbox. yes, but I also re- the flags just seemed really prominent, and it felt like they were trying to say, "And this is why flags." Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you're right. There was an emotional reason, but it also felt like weirdly flag specific. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, so, okay, movie opens. <laughs> movie opens in real Brooklyn, real people, Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, real life. They um, they are plumbers. They're bad at it. They're hired by the city. Yes, to help. They need Because they need a huge crew. 
Yeah. And no one wants to do it because it's going to be gross. Yes. They fall. They There's a big green pipe and they're doing work on it. And they uh, fall together. They fall together because Charlie Day messes something up because uh, Luigi's yeah. clumsy. And they like he drops a wrench like, and they try to get it. Maybe they're fighting each other and they're like tugging oh, at the yeah, plumbing yeah, yeah, bag. Yeah. And then it causes one to knock oh, back and no. the other tries to grab their hand. But then they both end up falling into the large green And then pipe. that's a really great way to use the dying sound. Like oh. When you fall, that'd be fun. Anyway, yeah. And then they um, wake up in the Mushroom Kingdom. Animated. Animated. They We get a scene where they're like... What's this? I would never dress like this, or like, yeah. oh, what's this weird? I, this isn't how I wear my mustache. It like, definitely gives you a lot of fun, um, fun little jokes that you can put in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Introduces you to the world. If you really want to rag on your um, IP that you're licensing, <laughs> which this movie did seem to want to do somewhat. Yeah, yeah. If you just absolutely want to disrespect it, this gives you so much play with just like mocking the IP relentlessly, uh, however you want. Yeah, as as much or as little as you desire. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have that. I mean, maybe it's the Toads, to- but just like real game, telling them like, hey, like our princess literally like just got kidnapped by this mm, very mm-hmm. scary man. Yeah. And But they need a motivation, I guess, to get him back. I almost want plumbing to be more of a thing. Like what if, what if the solution to the problem is plumbing? What well, if we still had the bathroom... Exp- no, this is actually good. What if we still had the bathroom explosion scene from the from the beginning, um, with like minus the weird dog slapstick comedy? We don't need that. Okay. And if it's a real dog, it would be horrifying. Um, <laughs> then, yeah. Um, to destroy Bowser, they blow up his bathroom because this is like a kids' movie, and it's like so they're bad oh. plumbers, so they use their bad plumbing to their advantage and explode his like castle and like all the pipes in the castle. Okay. And then it ties everything together in a, like a really nice arc. Yeah, I like it. Okay, all right. But I still don't know their motivation. Like, if Mario and Luigi just landed in a strange world and people are like, "Oh my god, you have to help us!" Like, our princess just got kidnapped. Like, why are they helping? You know. So they're helping because the warp pipe that they come through um, gets damaged by their exit, um, or plugged yeah, in some way. Yeah. Like, uh. I don't know, their tool bag or something. Yeah, they can't go back. And the Toads are like, oh, well, the only other warp pipe is in Bowser's castle. So so you you have to go go. do that. And hey, we'll help you because we're also going there to rescue our princess. You save the princess and then you can use the warp pipe. No, that's perfect. So the Mario brothers are like, fine, okay. let's do it. And the... And I like this parallel story with Peach and Bowser and Peach like just trying escape tactics over and over. And then eventually, I, I want her to eventually escape. They get there. She's been gone. Yeah. <laughs> There's some funny like situation. Yeah, I, I think you could use the line, the princess is in, in another yeah. castle. Like she leaves a note that is just like, I'm in my own castle now. And then Toad is like, what? The yeah. princess is in another castle? And then it like looks out Bowser's window at Peach's castle. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. where she is. So maybe like the, but then Mara and Peach never meet, if that's the story. If she actually escapes by herself, goes to another castle, they end up at Bowser's castle. (laughs) Maybe they decide not to go home. They're like, this is our home now. Because Brooklyn sucks. (laughs) Brooklyn sucks and we're terrible plumbers and there's more good we can do here. I don't know. I think that you have to open up the worlds between each other, but... um. Okay. Oh no, I don't think so. Oh no, I don't oh. want. I don't want there to be a forever loop between Mario. You don't World. like that? No. I thought that was a nice little, uh, uh-uh. nice little thing. I no. Okay. I don't like that. I but. like the idea of two worlds being intertwined okay. and jumping back and forth and having a good time. Well, that's the difference okay? between the Isaac cut and the Claire cut. How yeah. about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're right. No, in that in that scenario, they would never meet each other because they would have defeated Bowser gone to peach's room she's not even there and then why would they go visit peach if they just would then use the warp pipe that we set up was in bowser's castle unless it turns out the toads are lying we're what if, lying wait what if peach isn't but toads quite, don't lie isn't like so they're fighting bowser and then this like disguised soldier is also fighting bowser with them and they're like hey thanks for your help and it, it's peach oh so yes. she like she's like 
almost out when they come in and she's like, oh, I can help these guys out. They're like yeah. doing the same thing I'm doing. And then it's like the big reveal of like, oh, like you're already out. I was like, yeah. Okay. It's me, Princess um, Peach. In the Isaac cut, uh, it's she, even though it doesn't really make sense, she's actually in the chic outfit from Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> can we have can we work daisy and can daisy be like a handmaiden or something in the castle and they both they both well i think conspire. she's a prison uh, or she's a princess from just another castle okay i don't know much about her i just always played her because she had brown hair yeah i was kind of sad she wasn't in it yeah she wasn't even referenced no. pauline was referenced Who's, i don't even know who pauline is pauline was um the original like princess woman i'm not even sure if she was a princess that you say from donkey kong oh. in the like original games yeah i never played donkey kong i never played a donkey kong wow yeah um, shameful anyway so i guess that's our that's kind of the loose threads of our film yeah and how it could be better basically we would not use the small man deep voice twice we would however the opening scene can st- with the penguins can stay in fullness yeah yeah uh, it just does not happen ever again in the movie. We do not use the small man deep voice joke ever again. No. Toad has a shrieky voice. Toad's As voice expected. makes you want to turn off the movie. Toad's <laughs> voice... Every time a toad is on screen, you as the audience are on the edge of your seat wondering if they are going to talk or not because... This time, if they talk this time, that might be the final straw that gets you out of that chair, out of the theater, and asking for your money back. Yeah. I think so. What I came to the conclusion of after watching this film is I said to Isaac, I said, they should never make a platformer into a movie. And I, even though we script doctored it. The Sonic movies work. Is Sonic a platformer? Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess it is. Sonic is just Mario, but fast. I can't watch Sonic because it makes me want to throw up. Not the movie. I like the movie. Yeah. Okay, wait. This is a great example, though. Sonic doesn't, barely does anything that's related to gameplay besides the jumping through rings. Yeah. It's literally just the characters. And I think that's what the Mario movie needed. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, The Mario yeah. movie tried so hard to show gameplay in a movie, and it it didn't need to do that. No. And it made it worse. Ha ha ha. It's the video game. Yeah. Like Sonic. I mean, I guess Sonic's powers were in the movie because he goes fast and then the rings, but that's it. Everything else was just existing in the world and doing things with the characters, which I think would have made the Mario movie one billion and a half times better. Yeah. So, uh, get the Get the Sonic movie team on the Mario movie team. Truly. Well, maybe not the animators, the original animators. Eh, they learned their lesson. They, learned their they, lesson. they got they got an artist who cares. Oh, the artists, the artists for this one were good. I will say the peach thing. Yeah, there is a weirdness where Mario and Luigi and I think their family, like, even though they're from Brooklyn, they look like Mushroom Kingdom characters, yeah. and then. The Brooklyn people look, look like stylized, um, right. like DreamWorks or uh, Illumination, whatever. Like yeah. they, they you know, look they like the other stylized humans. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they look like any person because oh. this is the people who do the Minion movie. So right. like all all the normal people look like, like people from, from like the movie. Minion movie. Which also I think was why I said we should make it real life because it just felt so weird to have them look like Mushroom Kingdom people, like you said, like it, yeah. just, it just was completely off. Also, you, you pointed out like Peach had some weirdness going on with her face. Like it wasn't really Peach's face. Yeah. But it was a generic, else... like I am making like a Disney-esque like princess right. face. But everyone animated. else was like game accurate. Yeah. So it was very strange to see her next to all the game accurate people and be like, something's off. Like yeah. it just felt odd. And then we didn't bring it up, but like the Uncanny Valley there's a point in the movie where I said, I'm feeling some uncanny valley. And you were like, me too. And it's because the textures and the movement were almost too good. Yeah. So you have like this Mario face, but then the shirt looks like a real person's shirt. So your brain yeah. under it is like, there's a human under there, but it's not a human face. And it's, yeah. it was just like, I did not expect to feel uncanny valley at the Mario movie, but here we are. <laughs> so that was strange too. Not, I mean, not really digging the animators. Almost like they did too good a job. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, I think that it was fine. Except for, I'm sure that there was some kind of directive that was like, we need Mario and Luigi and Toad and Bowser to look exactly like they do in the video right. games. And for some reason, that didn't a, did not extend to Peach. 
Yeah. And then they were like, oh, let's just use all those background character rigs that we already have. Um, Which for is, everyone that's else. fine, I guess. I, it's just, it was odd. There's some odd choices made there. But anyway, wrapping it up, I think if you're going to make a movie with a platformer, you have to take the platform out of it. I'm just going to say that. Like, you can have small, cute references to it, but be like Sonic. It's about the characters, characters only. Um, I don't think Mario honestly has a has enough deep lore to necessarily make a great film out of it, but maybe it does. Um, Isaac's shaking his head sadly. So we need to wrap it up because we've been talking about this for a long time. Oh, okay. Let's wrap it up. Um, I think... I think we should still, since we've been gone for so long, we need to do some rapid fire round, right? Okay. Let's just do one. Okay, let's do one let's rapid compromise. fire round. I can set it up. So that yeah. means we're about to start the rapid fire round, which is when we have five minutes and we generate three random words and we have to come up with a video game idea based on those three words. And this time we're only going to do it once because we felt so passionately about the Mario movie. And... I am ready with the three random words. All right, and I'm ready with the timer starting now. Graphic. Okay. Improve. Uh. Valid. Um. What? Okay. Okay. So graphic, I was thinking could mean like, like graphic design or like graphics. Well, we already made a graphic design learn them up. So yeah, like that's the problem. Is is this this is this is. These valid. Maybe it's like a like a stealth game. Like you got to get the valid access. But, but then where does graphic come in? Well, I mean, it could be like graphic violence. Oh. I didn't want to oh. say that, but like it could be if we don't want to go the graphic design route. Okay. All right. Improve is okay you're a cyborg okay who commits graphic violence and, and then the cyborg part is you can improve yourself by okay, by, okay. by like instead of like i got the power up it's like i installed the new ultra machine gun so in my violence arm what if valid is like in order to pass it, it's like a would this be a roguelite i don't know like i'm imagining like there's levels kind of like that game we were watching that was not a real game on GDQ, this is a moment when I wish I could send you my brain and you'd okay. be like, oh, I yeah. see what you're talking about. Um, but basically, like, you're going through different, like, areas of, like, I don't know, a secret building, a government building. You're trying to get some some kind of government secret as your cyborg self. And in order to be, like, validated through the doors, you have to have a certain build. So you could, so that could be one. Um, I think there could be. If if you make it highly customizable as a cyborg, uh, the validation process, like you, there could be some consideration of like valid designs. Like an invalid design would be, you have too many arms for that body, <laughs> yeah. um, or like it's it you've you've got too much weight for like the legs that you've chosen, and then it would have like a little valid or invalid sign for your okay. cyborg design. But I guess like how are we? Uh, so is it just moving forward by killing everyone? Because well, yeah, I guess it's graphic. You, violence, it's mission yeah. based. Yeah. So like you would you would drop it, spawn in in a level, and you would have some kind of objective in the level, whether that be like kill the boss of the level or. Um, collect something and then get to an extraction point with it escort someone through a level like you you can do a whole bunch of objectives per level but have just uh, specific levels and then yeah. like you get the mission readout and then you can customize your loadout so like if it's a kill the boss mission you're just like all right i'm gonna load myself down with rocket launchers and machine guns if it's an escort mission you might be like all right I'm going to use the um use the cyborg parts that give me like a big shield mm -hmm. that I can like literally defend my escort target with. And if it's uh get a th get a package and then get to the extraction point, you might just be like, "All right, full speed." Um and then I'm going to do it. I'm going to speed run it. Just get to the <laughs> point and then get get the object, get to the point and like not engage with anything else. But okay tons uh in the actual gameplay itself gonna be tons of graphic violence but in like a cartoonish yeah, way like like, like realistic everywhere. graphic di yeah. violence is not what we're looking for no like it's like heads popping off yeah yeah like goofy graphic I guess. um what i always liked uh i was working on a game many years ago with one of my friends and the idea was that you would graphically die a lot like running through a dungeon maze 
and the joke was like it would like zoom in and like pan around every time you died it would like show you like a replay like three oh. times but like <laughs> seven rib cages would explode out of your body like eight skulls oh and it God. would okay. just be like that would actually be very funny yeah like so cartoonish yeah. that like it's not actual violence uh, it's the same thing like uh mortal Kombat does this where you do a fatality at least in the older ones and like 10 sets of lungs like explode out of your body and you're like oh well so that's graphic violence but also it's like it's like silly goofy a yeah. little all right anyway we need to name it yeah we have 30 seconds oh no no Cy- pressure cyborg warg cyborg warg cyborg Cy- cyborg s-y-b-w-a-r big letters yeah yeah okay done cyborg all right well that's our show guys 19 seconds left on the clock. <laughs> um, so we hope you tune in again. Again, we'll be back. I think I'm going to call this season three since we took every time we take a big break. I'm like, new oh, season. yeah, yeah. New um, season. So season three. Welcome. And thank you all for listening. If you want to give us a five star review on iTunes or Spotify, that actually helps us quite a bit. And we really appreciate it. And you can follow us on social media at make that game pod. You can also find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash make that game. And you can send us an email, make that game podcast at gmail.com. If you want to give us a game idea, give us some random words. We make a game idea about, tell us about a game you think we should play and review on the show. Tell us about a game uh, movie that we should watch. Yes. A game movie <laughs> that we should watch and, and yell about. Tell us if, uh, you know, maybe you, what was I going to say? I had one more thing that you I'm could sorry, tell us in the email. I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, it's okay. But anyway, we love emails no matter what they are, um, as long as they're nice. And <laughs> if you heard a game today that you think needs to exist or thought about a movie that you think needs to exist that's based on a video game, we encourage you to get out there and make, make that, that game. game or movie. Oh. <laughs> make them up. Yeah.